0: You are listening to Insider Podcast. Hello everyone. Welcome to the 7th episode of Insider Podcast. This episode is kind of special uh, because we have one of our batchmates who is going to talk about an interesting topic that is blockchain and cryptocurrency. So let's welcome Rajesh Pai. Uh, Hi Rajesh, how are you? Yeah, hi. I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for actually joining us in this podcast. I mean, this is a personal one because uh, there has been a lot of interest in blockchain uh, for many people. And uh, not only within our cohort, people outside also wanted to know what is a trend, what is happening. And I mean, even some people are still finding it hard to understand the difference between a blockchain and uh, a cryptocurrency. So... What is your take and could you explain what is the basic difference between a blockchain and a Bitcoin or even a normal cryptocurrency?
1: Yeah, ma, uh, the Bitcoin, the blockchain and the cryptocurrencies, even for the me, it's a novice concept. Okay, So i gone through some of the blogs and articles from my career and from 2014-2015, then I understand some of the concept. Let me tell you what is the Bitcoin, blockchain and the crypto. Uh, before that, uh, I will tell you. Uh, I will just explain how the evolution of money happened in the human cycle. Okay, how the money happened. The tip, the first form of money happened through commodity money. We, you remember, right? We used to have the golden coins and all. Right. Then right. the metallic, yeah. the paper coin, credit coin, plastic coin, and now the cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. Okay, that is the stages of evolution happen. Okay. Uh, the, regarding the bitcoin i can tell you the first word i am getting for the bitcoin is satoshi nakamoto i think most of the people know that word okay satoshi nakamoto maybe the person or the group of person who created this concept and they le- left it to the community okay from the precisely on the 2009 onward, he write that uh, 2008 i think he write that white paper okay, which has the nuance of the bitcoin and then he shared it with the community and he started a block Okay, which is called a Bitcoin Genesis block in the time of 2008. And then he left it to the community. Okay, now that's a Bitcoin. Now we will come to the blockchain now. If you go through the white paper of uh, of Satoshi, you don't find a single word called blockchain. It referring a block, but it is not referring any blockchain concept. Okay, but he is using the blockchain only ultimately. Okay. As a computer science student, most of the guys know that blockchain, chain means chain, okay, a chain of blocks. What kind of a blocks that I'm going to tell you, okay? And blocks are like a, in, in terms of Satoshi's view, the blocks are like a collection of transactions, okay? You put into a block In the blockchain, when you are connected through some the mechanism, they become a blockchain, okay? And the cryptocurrency is one of the application which is leveraging the blockchain concept. Okay. Ultimately, the blockchain kind is a technology. Cryptocurrency is the application which is leveraging the technology. And the Bitcoin is one of the cryptocurrency.
0: Right. So does this mean that, I mean, when the word currency comes, there should be some uh, uh, motivation for people to do it. So if you're saying people are creating the blocks, then the cryptocurrency is like an incentive for creating this block or how does this cryptocurrency come into picture right now? Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, Even Satoshi also has told that uh, his view is to create a peer-to-peer network where we can transfer the money. Okay, but in the current view, I don't see Bitcoin is using as a currency. Okay, because it's highly fluctuation also from the government entities are giving a
0: some regulative act. So we just spoke about the differences between blockchain uh, a cryptocurrency and one of those cryptocurrencies that is Bitcoin so the blockchain acts as a platform right so could you explain more about what happens in this platform
1: as I mentioned uh, blockchain is a platform okay but the Bitcoin is not a right platform to develop some of the application as you are telling or any of the particular use cases other than the peer-to-peer payment okay To, to do that I can tell in the 2013, one more person, Vitalik Buterin, he co-founded the concept called Ethereum. Okay, Ethereum co-founded with Vitalik Buterin, Gavin Wood, Charles Hoskinson, and Anthony Diolorio. These are the four people. And right now, I can tell if you go to any of the blockchain magazine, these are the four people who are contributing more to the blockchain. These are the people who have a plan to create a platform to support multiple use cases and plat- application. And they created an organization called Ethereum. Ethereum is a platform, I'm telling you. Okay? If you go to CoinMarketCap, you will see Ethereum is standing number two. If number one is a Bitcoin, number two is a Ethereum. But that is so powerful tool that it is one of the world's powerful computer. If I want to do some of the execution, it's a, one of the world's powerful computer why i can tell is that is not a single machine that is connected with more than 3000 nodes i'm telling nodes okay yeah. uh, one, no, sing, node can be have a multiple computer also okay, okay. that much powerful system we are connecting uh, in 2013 ethereum started but they have a plan for the next 10 to 20 years for the development itself and also they have a plan to create a ethereum as a dao dao decentralized autonomous organization okay this I can explain you later but let me go with the ethereum in the first floor now ethereum they started with a 20 year plan for the development okay to do that they don't have a uh, much resources okay financial telling I and mean, financial resource they borrowed money from some of the venture capitalists initially but that is not a right to do for the decentralized world actually if the venture capitalist comes in it again becomes centralized right So there is no usage of decentralized concept there. So what they did, they come up with a concept called ICO, Initial Coin Offering. Again, I'm telling this concept further. But for the Ethereum, they started with the ICO. This is for creating the Ethereum itself, Initial Coin Offering, which is almost equal to Initial Public Offering, which is typically happening for the regulated stocks. I can tell some the uh, number related to the ICO happened for Ethereum it happened from july 22 2014 till september 2 2014 2014 okay and the thing is that today if you open the any of the crypto app one ethereum equal to 1600 to do the I- ico you need a cryptocurrency uh, for the ethereum if you send a one bitcoin to particular address you are getting 2000 ethereum The price wise, if you calculated the Bitcoin price during 2014, uh, Ethereum ICO price was 0.3 dollars. 0.3 dollars. Imagine, today is $1,600. uh, 6 months before it was 4500 dollars. Okay. That much uh, appreciation happened for the Bitcoin, uh, sorry, Ethereum. Once they got a resource, they started the development. Okay. And if you go through the white paper of Ethereum, you will get to know all other use cases of the cryptocurrencies. Uh, Ethereum uh, white paper. You will get to know what is NFT, what is file sharing, what is decentralized world, right. and what are the meta uh, the metaverse? They're not triggered. How the file sharing happen okay. in the decentralized world? Right. All these concepts are documented. It's a fourteen to fifteen page document. You can go through.
0: Right. So I have one question over here. So when you mention ICO. And I'm just uh, relating back to IPO, where it is just a money transfer that happens, right? Uh, So if someone offers IPO, I go uh, pay some amount and I get stocks in the the stock market. So when you say ICO and through ICO, they got resources, what type of resources are you talking about?
1: Yeah, resource means it's the financial one. They took $64 million to do a 20-year task. They need some resource, right? Financial need right or else they have to go for a lender lender again centralized. Okay, your question is how do you do ICO now? Okay, IPO as you put the money to the regulated agency You are going to get through stock market in ICO in the decentralized world. There is no regulated concept Okay, it is happened through smart contracts Okay They will do some advertisement I'm telling now how the ICO will happen. Let's say I'm, I'm planning to do some any, uh, I, don't, I don't mention only cryptocurrency project. I want to do any project, but I don't have a money. Okay, I want to raise some money. I can either go through VC's or lend a money or I can bootstrap. I have an idea which I can put it in a world called white paper. I, I can explain the idea. Okay, I'm telling the idea. I can explain the idea and I can circulate it in the crypto world, in any of the crypto advertisement platform. And you can claim the money. Okay. And as a part of that uh, money, you are giving them your coins. Basically, you are giving the shares, okay, coins. But if you tell the same thing to any of the regulating agency, they will, uh, you know, you have to face a lot of uh, regulated challenges because you cannot issue any security unless you got a permission from SEBI. Okay, what we are thinking, we are giving you as a utility coin. We are not giving you as a security, okay? We are giving us a utility coin. Through ICO, I can collect the money. Same way Ethereum has collected the money. They have kept the money so that they will do for the next 10 to 15 year task. Okay. Like this, they have created a Ethereum platform. And I can tell it is one of the fastest. If you sending some coins to if resources to some person, you can see those uh, transactions. Okay. From A to B you can find out. But who is A we cannot find out. Okay, and the amount also I can find out. Okay, and I can go to my anyone's uh, account also I can see how much uh, Ethereum is there or any coins are there. But I cannot find who is that person. So that kind of transparency is there in a crypto world. So
0: now, now that you're telling about transparency, uh, there is this concept called uh, proof of work, right? And it was there as a concept and right now I think it's evolving into proof of stake. Right. So, could you explain what is that?
1: If you want to understand that, you can uh, think like this: a proof of work. How is going to want work is since Bitcoin is a decentralized world, any transaction, okay, cannot be approved by the centralized party, right? right? Since we have, let's say, we have 100 machines here, we cannot give authority to one machine. If you give one machine, that person will become a centralized one. Right. To do that, the proof of work concept come. It is like a you are every hundred person will be having a lottery ticket. Okay. And lottery ticket, the job of that, if you, your lottery win, mean your job is to create a block block. Mean what the collection of transaction and then circulate to the blockchain. Okay. To do that job, you are going to get a block reward. You can tell uh, if hundred people are there, how should I assign to particular person, right? For which they come with a concept proof of work where the physical machines, the computational power is the source to get those uh, chances. Basically, you have to get a chance to solve this puzzle. If you solve that puzzle mean you created one block. Okay, that is a proof of work. The biggest problem for a proof of work is the consumption of electricity. Can you imagine what is the p- consumption of electricity for a Bitcoin? A one year Bitcoin consumption is equal to a one year New Zealand's entire populations Electricity consumption. It's very high, right? That is not sustainable. Basically, proof of work means based on the physical resources and the computational power for our blockchain. Since it is electronically not efficient, we move to the concept called proof of stake. Proof of stake is a new concept basically. Ethereum initially started with proof of work till month before it was proof of work. Now they are easily migrating to proof of stake in proof of stake what will happen instead of uh, we are showing our computational capacity we are showing the ethereum as a our capability means we are staking the coins again 100 people are there i cannot give it to random people right the thing is whoever have the more ethereum in their wallet has a flex has a right to create a new block if let's say some 100 people are there one guy has a Ether other guy has uh, five, uh, 10 Ethereum, okay. the 10 Ethereum guy will be having the block. Okay. He can create a block and he can put the transaction. Okay. As soon as you put the transaction, you will send it to the broadcast to the network. Everyone has to validate. Okay. They are calling as a validators. Right. There is no mining here, yes. only staking. Okay. okay. And then you are going to get a block reward. Okay. Other people, since they are validated, they are going to get a some part of the transaction fees. Okay. The advantage is, very decentralized, electricity consumption is low and also the moving the resources is easy. Okay. In China, I seen in 2018 what happened, the government put a ban on the uh, miners. Okay. Since they are a very data center, right? Uh, ASCII machines and all. Moving those resources is very difficult. They have to sell it for the lower cost. But in uh, staking, you just need to open one system. Okay. If you are not able to open this system, you can log in, to log in from some other place. That is very virtual assets. In uh, uh, proof of work, those are like a physical assets. So that is a difference actually. And most of the currencies nowadays are moving to proof of stake or better. If you go to Solano, we ever heard right? Solano. Solano is using proof of history. That is further efficient for the other than the proof of work. And there are some other things like a proof of burn where you are basically burning the coins to showcase that uh, we are doing some activities. So that is a different consensus algorithm. All these consensus algorithms, their main task in the decentralized world, who is going to create a new block? That is the one task we are doing for which we are using this consensus algorithm.
0: So now the question comes uh, as to how do we select these platforms, right? So in in companies, there, there are ways to choose a technology. There are uh, frameworks that we use to select a technology, whether the technology is actually going to be uh, uh, working for us or it will be in favor of us. So in blockchain, how do you select it? Uh, or do you have any uh, framework or a matrix that explains how a company or a, how an individual can choose a platform to develop certain applications?
1: Yes, just like any other uh, c- uh, computer platform, Blockchain also has some of the matrix, okay? Uh, the first matrix we are referring is a TPS Transaction per second Okay, let's imagine uh, if you see the Bitcoin Bitcoin TPS is only 20 In per second it can do 20 transactions Imagine entire world is using your Bitcoin uh, platform Are you you are thinking that it can be used for a scalable uh, product? No, right? So that is one thing The TPS is one of the first attributes we are looking for If you see Bitcoin it's 20 and ethereum is almost in the th- minimum within a thousand okay but if you see the generation three pr- platforms again generation three mean i'm considering bitcoin as a generation one ethereum as a generation two and other platform like solano dotcoin icp and others avalanche i'm treating this as a generation three these coins are have a high number of tps maybe sixty thousand transactions transaction per limit Okay, it's almost equal to Visa's transaction limit, Visa or PayPal they are using, right? We cannot tentamount them, but we can go near to them.
0: So when you talk about transactions per second, it means that uh, number of blocks that is created or number of transactions a block can hold?
1: Yes, the number of transaction which can be put into block and create in the blockchain, right? In the Bitcoin, it's 10 minute. You have to wait for a 10 minute to do your transaction. So I'm telling the average, if I'm able to do 60,000 within 10 minutes, what is per second? If you calculate it like this, yeah. so generation 3's are quite efficient and they have a, in terms of lakhs also. If you go to Solano, it should be in a lakhs, right. okay? And the next one is a gas, gas fees. Yeah. This gas is again related to Ethereum. Right. Gas means you can consume, uh, consider this as a transaction fee, okay? Let's say I'm doing some activities on blockchain. Let's say I'm going to send one Ethereum to you. I need to pay to the network, right? Okay. The net that network fee is called as a gas fee. Okay, you can set the limit and you can tell these are distributed to the ultimately to the my sorry staking people or the validator. So that is one thing. If you see Bitcoin, Bitcoin gas fees or a transaction fees is almost like a $20 per transaction. Ethereum is almost in the same range. Okay. Because I am using regularly, I am paying $20 for one transaction. But if you see the generation 3, I am using only Tron now. Why is the transaction fee is $1. You do any transaction, $1. I am transferring from here to US also $1. Or Canada to also $1. Yeah, Here $20. That too irrespective of your amount. Even if you are sending $20, you have to pay $20 as a transaction fee okay that is one of the things and also the scalability as you as i mentioned the more number of node added to the system mean that is very decentralized hmm? but your system should support those things you should not create a delay after creating some of the mush, uh, systems right nodes so that is one thing but if you see uh, solano dot and icp they are like infinitely elastic in nature you can expand the source system like anything, okay, without the delay, okay, I'm not mentioning Ethereum is not lagging there, Ethereum is also there, but the generation 3s are very upfront to those things, okay, that is one of the things we need to consider while choosing the platform.
0: Stay tuned for part 2 of the episode where we discuss further on future of blockchain and cryptocurrencies.